Welcome to Sports Business Secrets. I'm your host, Kevin Tarka. This podcast is specifically designed to share secrets from experts in the sports business world to help you along your own path to success in this industry. Each episode is packed with lessons and insights that never expire. You'll hear from general managers of professional teams to CEOs of sports tech companies to agents, coaches, players, and everything in between. I invite you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing players and coaches, traveling the world, and always finding a way to battle through obstacles in this competitive industry. Happy Monday, happy April, my friends. Uh, Today's episode is a little bit of a quick update slash exactly what I'm doing on April 3rd slash what's on deck for the uh, next couple of weeks episode. And then given the title of this episode, we'll chat a little bit more about March Madness or I guess April Madness, if you will, given that we had the women's NCAA championship last night and um, the men's NCAA championship tonight. So for starters, I know it's been two weeks since I put out an episode, uh, which actually is uh, pretty crazy. I don't know the last time I went two weeks without putting out an episode. That's uh, definitely because of a busy few weeks, I for sure underestimated the way that jet lag was going to hit me when I got home uh, from Japan. So again, back in Jersey, um, I'm I'm not usually affected by uh, time zone switch-ups or jet lag when it comes to, especially here in the States, whether it's West Coast or East Coast travel, um, or even, even from here to Europe or Europe back to uh, back to the East Coast, to be honest, even though it's a you know, six hour difference. I've gotten pretty good at minimizing the effects, if you will. Um, But I will tell you that Tokyo to here, that 14 hour time difference was wild. Um, I think it was also a combination of just nonstop on the road for for two months um, abroad and, and also my body just needing a bit of a rest. Um, and, and, and a break. Um, and then I got hit with some sort of sniffles or the flu or flu-like symptoms last week. So that didn't help. Um, anyways, here we are, we're, we're back at it, uh, back on track. So, um, I will be in New Jersey this week. I have some calls and virtual meetings as follow-ups from the trip abroad, basically just all the in-person meetings from the past two months in Spain, Austria, Georgia, and of course, Japan for a month. Um, just have some follow-up follow-up meetings there. Some are ideas, some are consulting projects, some are just catch-ups. Um, you know, follow through with our first conversation and see if they will lead anywhere. As I head into the spring here um, and pre-summer, as I've discussed several times before, I'm really shifting a, a, a lot of my focus, at least, from the 24-7 recruiting, recruiting, from the agency standpoint to more uh, business development, um, anywhere from sports tech strategy and business development, helping companies uh, get their product into my network or, um, you know, sharing, sharing ideas or sharing strategy with people that I just happen to have relationships with in my network, whether it's pro sports teams abroad or college coaches here in the States or, um, you know, uh, front office people with an NBA team, whatever that, that might look like. Um, expanding internationally uh, for, for, for different U.S. companies or um, even helping navigate through markets that I'm familiar with overseas. Um, I have uh, potential projects with a podcast launch for some brands, some teams, some leagues, some brand partnership angles for uh, either agencies or talent or, or, or colleges. 
uh, NIO related. So a, a lot of these projects or, or, or ideas floating in the air and, and, you know, it's finally come to that spot where it's like, wow, this is a, you know, a good problem to have. There's just so many opportunities and projects and ideas, but now it's just a matter of um, <clears throat> actually having one of them at the right time kind of come to fruition and make sense and, um, you know, everything aligned. So that's, uh, that's what I am focusing on here. Um, Yes, I will continue to guide the careers of my current clients, of course, who are setting themselves up for an exciting free uh, free agency period this late spring and summer. Just a quick reminder, Donovan Smith, uh, big guy in Austria, um, averaging nearly a double-double, his team's uh, top four in the standings, and uh, they have clinched clinched a playoff run here in, uh, man, three three or four weeks, playoff startup in Austria. Um, Jaiman Henson is... Uh, a scoring guard. He's the leading scorer in the Georgian Super League, so doing what he needs to do there. Um, Anthony Green is another big who uh, who just started the NBL one season again with a new team, the Southern Tigers, while he waits for his Australian passport. Um, and all three of them have uh, you know have, have have worked hard and put themselves in a good spot for hopefully a uh, an exciting step up in free agency here in the next several months before the summer. Um, Another topic of, of new clients that has come up a lot is, yes, I will potentially help some new clients this year. Um, as I did last season, I'm not really like uh, recruiting 24-7, like I mentioned before. So I'm not in a rush to just try and sign sign new clients. I mean, I'm just really trying to add value where I can and strategically identifying players or situations um, you know, to, to get involved with where, where I can just add value, where I can help. If that means representing a player, if that means connecting a player to an agent I trust, if that means connecting a player to a club directly um, and doing some consulting there, um, that's, that, that's what that looks like right now. So um, I have about 20 coaches on my list to call back this week who texted me or called me about players, about their players and getting, getting them to the next level or some of those transfer portal questions. Um, and then a handful of players that have reached out as well. So uh, working on getting back to everyone there and, uh, uh, you know, going down that, that strategy path. Um, I, so tomorrow I'm recording an episode um, for all the players that are leaving college uh, or, or, or deciding whether they should leave now or stay um, and hoping to make it to the next level because there is still, I guess, not surprisingly, just a large lack of education or gap of, of, of where education needs to be in regards to what it takes to play at the next level, in my opinion, right? So how to reach out to agents, what leagues are the right fits, what's realistic. Um, we can even talk about defining realistic. And, um, you know, obviously that's a, that's an opinionated uh, term for, for, for many, because everyone's going to have their own definition, but you know, what, what are, what are goals that you should be reaching for? What, you know, what are good first steps, um, you know, why someone that's not as good as you might get a job before you, the different rules and regulations for each league, how to navigate the process, what to do to set yourself up for success when the ball stops bouncing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All this stuff I'm gonna I'm gonna revamp in a podcast episode and kind of combine some of the some of the advice and 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 insight that I've given before with some new new thoughts. So that will uh I'm I'm recording that one tomorrow. I'll try and get that out tomorrow for you. Um if not then then middle of the week. Um let's see. And then uh I'm also gonna record another one that I promised uh before. Uh, a couple weeks ago, actually, continue the series, uh, the brand partnerships marketing NIL series that I started. Um, I think it was early March, 
Um, it actually might have been end of February, so I need to continue that. But talking about NIL with some some insights for college athletes and coaches, uh, why universities should be tapping in, and um, just some other personal recommendations and some technology that I use, whether it's uh, whether it's platforms or different companies, just to pay attention to in the market. So um, that's what I got on deck for this week. This weekend, of course, we have Easter. Excited for some family to come through to New Jersey. Uh, and then next week, I'll be on the road, likely in Baltimore, maybe another stop or two before I get down to Portsmouth, Virginia for the Portsmouth Invitational, uh, which I go to every year. Um, anyone who is listening here that's either in the States or abroad, or you know, if you're going to be in the area, or if you're going to Portsmouth, shoot me a message. I would love to catch up. We can grab uh, a no-good coffee spot that, uh, that not a lot of people go to, um, so we can catch up there, grab a, grab a drink, or grab a meal, or just say hello in the gym. Uh, and then the following week, my younger brother gets married. So I will be up in Connecticut, uh, which is very exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to uh, weddings are always fun. So seeing some family and uh, delivering a stellar co-best man speech with uh, with our other brother. So yeah, heading into the end of the month here, hope to have some updates on some of these projects, ideas, consulting gigs, and just some movement on uh, on other entrepreneurial ideas that I've been working on the past uh, the past couple of years. So uh, lastly, here before I leave you, we have the national champ, NCAA national championship tonight. Um, UConn versus San Diego State. I I hope it's a good game. I think it should be um, a good game because obviously both teams play really really hard. Um, if I had to guess, I I, I really think UConn's going to win. Um, you know they they've they've proven to be. Uh, at least in my eyes, the best team in the tournament. Although there are many other teams that, uh, you know, if a couple things went different ways, could be in that position. But they're they're just a they have a very very deep and versatile roster. They got nine guys that average almost 15 minutes a game. You know, Sonogo is one of the best bigs in the country, um, and and I think one of the most impressive bigs. <clears throat> excuse me, one of the most impressive bigs in the NCAA tournament. Um, although. I was also very impressed with Golden on uh, Florida Atlantic, so that would have been a great matchup. But obviously, um, obviously, San Diego State has their bigs, which I'll I'll talk about in a second. Uh, you have Donovan Klingen, who's not far behind. Jordan Hawkins and Andre Jackson are just uh, just just two wings that uh, are, are NBA players, in 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 my opinion. Um, yeah, Caravan, who's just efficient. He can step back, he can drill the three, he can take it to the rim. Calcaterra is shooting 45% or so from three. Newton's leading the, leading, the, leading the team at the point guard position. So they're very versatile, they're very deep, they're very well coached. Um, you know, Coach Hurley obviously, uh, you know, has his reputation for the way that he coaches um, and he's passionate and I freaking love it. And, and then of course, Tom Moore, who was uh, my head coach at Quinnipiac University is, uh, is one of his assistants. Um, so yeah, they, they, uh, you know, it's been fun to follow them from, uh, when they took over the program, uh, to the way they've recruited to, uh, obviously making their run and make it to the national championship game. Then now I have to give San Diego state their credit because it's not a team to overlook. I mean, their, their, um, their path to the national championship is just as, if not more impressive to, uh, than, than UConn's. They, uh, you know, they, they're, they're gritty. They're, they're actually even more spread out in terms of the roster because they have, I believe it's 10 guys that are averaging about 10 or more minutes. Uh, I'm sorry, at the very least 10 or more minutes. So that's a deep, that's a deep roster as well. Matt Bradley, um, Lamont Butler in the backcourt. 
Um, you know, their big Mensa was the, I think the defensive player of the year in their conference. So he's going to be, you know, a tough matchup for, um, for Snogo. I'm excited to watch that battle. And they're, they're, they're obviously well coached. They had some really cool, uh, stories, um, about the coaching staff and, um, the way that, uh, they built the, uh, the program over the past 20 years there. And they're, they're, they're physical, you know, they're going to get, they're going to get up in, up in your chest defensively. They're not going to make anything easy. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a battle tonight. I think the official spread is minus seven. So uh, UConn minus seven, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, with UConn. I'm going to go with uh, 8479. That's the first number that just came to my mind. So obviously that's going to be uh, uh, right on par, not even, uh, not even to what UConn's been, been, been averaging. So I think they should hit that offensively pretty easily, but yeah, we'll see. So UConn national champions by five, you heard it here first, uh, check the timestamp. So when the score is exactly the same, you can uh, you can see you heard it here first. Uh, that's what I got. All right. We've been going for 13, 14 minutes. So have an amazing day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks again for listening, my friends. If you enjoyed the episode or if it brought you any value at all, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you share it on social media, make sure you tag me at Kevin Tarka. If there are any topics that you want me to dive into or any guests you'd love for me to have on the show, just shoot me a message and I will do my best to make it happen. Have an amazing day and hope to see you back here soon.